0: everybody, it is Dave and Jeff. It is October 2nd, 2022. Look at you guys. Didn't say anything for 10 seconds like I asked. Follow directions. Yay. It's Yay. Such a good day. What happened today, Dave? Well, hold on. This is the second time we had to start the show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We because you guys, you guys in front of our friends.
0: <laughs> like, everybody started talking. I Asked you guys, not do one thing. What happened today? Everyone yep. here, three of you. Your team made the postseason. Yeah, how about Congratulations. That?
1: Well, introduce our guests. Uh, I was starting to say before Dave crashed the show <laughs> that uh, Padre's Twitter is the most fascinating. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just a fascinating place to visit. And two of our favorites are here tonight. And ironically, they're here on the day the pods get in, which makes it even more fun. Eric is here. Laura is here. It's great to see you guys. You
2: too. Hello.
1: Thank you.
0: Um, Why don't you give their Twitter handle?
1: Well, you guys give it. Erica, who are you known as on Twitter?
3: I'm known as Midget Bubs. And Laura? I'm really original Padre fangirl.
1: Were you surprised that was available?
3: A little bit, yeah. Yeah.
1: What's that say about our team?
3: I'm not not surprised at all. Yeah, that's what it was.
4: (laughs) Right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right, so obviously a long season. I got a lot of questions for you because as Jeff says, Twitter's so great. Well, it's not always so great, especially for me. Okay. (laughs) It's not always really so great. And also for both of you, what made you decide to say, not only am I a Padre fan, but I'm going to show my fandom through Twitter? And good and bad as far as what has happened because you've decided to be part of this Twitter universe.
3: Uh, well, I can, I can start. Um, so for myself, I had a friend since middle school who had been a part of Padre's Twitter and kept egging me on to, to join. And I got just bored enough during COVID um, so in 2020, sitting on my couch, nothing else going on. Finally, the MLB picked up, uh, so I created a Twitter handle, and then the rest is, is there. I think um, Jeff described it as fascinating. I described yeah. it <laughs> um, as chaos, but, <laughs> but it's, been, it's been really fun.
0: So same thing with you, Erica. I mean, what was it that said, hey, I'm, I'm going to be part of this? I mean, at the same time, I was trying to explain, both of you just met. My family was in that, from out of town for a, a wedding. And they have no idea what Padres Twitter is. Jeff was trying to explain it at the same time and said, no, this is really a big deal in this community. And it is. It might be better than any in Major League Baseball. What made you decide to to take the jump, especially leaving yourself out there? People know what you look like. You have a daughter. The whole deal.
2: Well, I randomly got thrown into it. I replied to someone who's part of Padres Twitter who was talking about um, he was in L.A. and put a sticker up on a on um, their stands where they couldn't reach it to take it down. And then all of a sudden I got a hundred followers and then it just kept growing from there. And so I just got thrown into it. It wasn't something I consciously did.
1: You know, what's fun Dave is following this team since 82. Yeah. And when you would go out there, I was a kid We went out there and there was nobody there. Right. And we laugh because Dave doesn't remember these days you weren't here but at uh, Jack Murphy Stadium, we would go down the plaza level. You'd get in for, like, eight bucks a ticket, right, as Erica was talking about season ticket prices. And every day that we were there, you would look, and the adults coming down would have two milk jugs, two, full of beer. And that was routine for any Padres game. Nobody ever <laughs> once was like, you need two gallons of beer to watch this team? Like, what the fuck's going on here? And then, but there was nobody... Like, to be a Padre fan, you were a complete dork, right? My buddies were either Yankee fans or Indian fans or whoever the team was, Dodger fans, right? And so, for me, this is a team that's in my blood. Dave and I have been lucky enough to have some history with them. And then, all of a sudden, Padre's Twitter comes up. And we're watching them torture the opposing team when they post the score, and I found that every one of those was so hysterical. I didn't know what to do. And I said to Dave, I go, dude, I don't know how to handle this. I'm not used to my team actually having very cool and very fun fans. But am I right, you guys? Like, at a certain point, Dave, that those games have become an event, right? And it's about the baseball, but it's also about the people. And I'm just wondering for you guys, can you each – I'll start with you, Laura – can you look back and go, yeah, this might be the night, this might be the moment where I was like, whoa, this is pretty cool, and I'm really digging being a part of it?
3: I don't know if I can think of a particular night. It's sort of just evolved over time, um, and I can honestly say I have some of my best friends from Padre's Twitter. Isn't that nice? It's it's nice. It's definitely weird and crazy. And especially yeah. as I'm out there dating and trying to explain to somebody that's not a part of it, um, <laughs> what Padre's Twitter is and, uh, being on a date this week and saying, yeah, I'm doing a podcast later this week. And they're like, what is that? <laughs> um, so it's just, it's, it's interesting, but I think, um, it, it, there's just been some really great people in a sense of community, especially at the meetups. I think it was probably one of my first meetups where, You're anxious, you know nobody there, um, and there's just some really friendly people in the crowd that just reach out and say hi. Um, And I think it's that sense of community, to your point. We've been through it, so this is kind of all we have (laughs) in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, And we all understand that misery and pain at times, but it's really fun to celebrate with those people too.
0: You know, Jeff just said that, of course, it's baseball. Well, for years, it wasn't just baseball. I used to joke around all the time, and and it would bother me, but it was always kind of tongue in cheek that. It's the Petco Park is the greatest outdoor bar going. And it was more like, hey, for the atmosphere and you hang out. And I used to always hate when they would do the college nights in right field and the fights would break out. And I go, man, you don't want to be known as this as, as a baseball town. I mean, this is a beautiful ballpark. And as I always say, living in San Diego, when you consider the weather, the traffic, the people, you can't beat the city. We need a baseball team to match. And so now that you have the talent and you have the kind of team and the excitement factor going on with Padre Baseball, everything's starting to work at the same time it's finally for me at least being here 33 years in the city it's a it's a dream come true this is what it's supposed to be every single year the excitement factor the fans show up and we look at those old lineups they stick out there with Robert Fick and all those bullshit guys you're going man it sucked and now you feel like you have a connection to all 26 guys on the roster this is the way it's supposed to be as baseball fans how long have you been true Padre fans and for you, is, is this different this year than any other year in, in your lifetime?
3: I'll let you go first, Jen.
2: I think this year was different because it was so heartbreaking in the beginning. And then it completely changed. It completely turned around. So it was surprising to make the playoffs at all. So it was nice to clinch. And it was nice to even be in the wild card from every other year.
3: I would say in terms of the, the atmosphere and what it means for the city, I – um was born and raised I had no choice but to be a Padre fan (laughs) Um, so my mom and grandma they they lived up in San Francisco and moved down here when my mom was 16 and they both converted to Padre fans and some of my first memories were at Jack Murphy Um, And but with your
1: mom and grandma sorry to interrupt Laura but how cool is that with your mom and your grandmother.
3: Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, my grandma's passed away, but my mom and I still go to games. We go to spring training every year for my birthday. Oh, wow. And she'll talk about when she was growing up, Willie Mays, yeah. listening to um, yeah. the games um, on a radio under her pillow at night. So it's like, I have that same love for baseball because of her. Um, so it's just, for me, it's a family connection, but I've seen the years of the Padres where hopefully we get to 80 this year. If <laughs> we just get to 80 wins, we'll call it a, a day. Um, so I've seen the the really rough rosters, but growing up with, you know, Klesko um, and then I had Khalil Green and obviously Tony Gwynn and Ricky Henderson was one of my favorite players of all time. So to have him <laughs> a couple years and then come back, like there yeah. is there is something special about yeah. about this year and you can feel it.
1: There's one thing, Dave, when this team's in your blood and they'll break your heart. They will absolutely break your heart, and there will be different days that'll break your heart. One that I heard today, I heard Junior talking about it. it, was the day last year when we thought Max Scherzer was coming, and um, and for I can tell you exactly where I was. I bet you guys mm-hmm. know. I was at the Helix parking lot. It was freshman football. I'm taking my sons of the uh, practice, and that little shit Ken Rosenthal, and I'm like,
4: oh, <laughs>
1: <bombing>. yeah, right. <laughs> And, and then to find out, not only was he not coming here, but that he was going to L.A. Yeah, what a day. And then he's taking Trey Turner with him. What a day. Uh,
3: Shit. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> so I was wondering for you guys, especially today, right? Like, when I think we're all letting it soak in and realize, whoa, they're going to keep playing. Do you have one moment, one day, when that team broke your heart? Laura, you remember one?
3: A day and that you, ends in Y? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no <laughs> um yeah it, yeah ken rosenthal i call him the bowtie bomber that day was that's funny So Where painful. were you? i was sitting at home because covid uh yeah. still was around uh working from home and i just remember the excitement and that's really when i realized that twitter completely changed for me my sports experience yeah. um because mm-hmm. before it was like you'd see stuff you know, on the news yeah. after maybe a newspaper. I'm dating myself, but whatever. You know, like you would see stuff after, and then to be living it in real time. And I get it—the blue check marks. You know, they want to be the first to to call something, but that was heartbreaking. That was that was really rough. I think um, most recently, you know, it's the the elephant in the room. But I think Tatis, yeah, um, oh, was probably one of the most disappointing because yeah. we never really had something that depressing I, I don't know you just it was a you were so excited to have him back and then to have yeah. it go down that way was rough yeah erica yeah. how about for you oh definitely the Tatis. we were
2: so excited to have him back and then within an hour he was gone and so it was just like okay there there goes the rest of the season we're, we're not making the playoffs and then soto wasn't performing like we thought he would so we just thought it was all over
0: I'm glad you said Tatis, both of you, because yeah. I'm looking on that side, and, and it's it's a running joke on the show about me rooting against the Padres. That's not the case. Jeff and I did Padre baseball talk for years. We were there in 98 during the World Series. He knows I was a diehard fan and rooting for this team and everything else. I, I used to get frustrated for a number of years. Don't check your head now. For a number of years <laughs> where I didn't think ownership, and they didn't have good ownership, was doing everything yeah. they could for the fan base. And I would say, why would you support a product that wasn't supporting you back? And now you have ownership that's doing that. You have a team president that's doing that. They're doing everything they can to give you everything they possibly can to make your experience great. Tatis, though, let you down. And they let you down as fans. They let down the teammates. They let down everybody. So as good as that team is, and now they're going to the postseason and they're facing probably the Mets, you're going, this team maybe had a better chance. And if they fall short, you two, will you blame Tatis for not going further if they don't win the World Series? No. Why? Why do you give them a pass?
2: He had no hand in this season at all. So I don't necessarily give him a pass, but I don't give him any credit for this season at all either. So if we, if we win the World Series, he had no hand in it either. So,
0: If they gave him a ring and they won the World Series, oh, upset he, should you? Not,
2: he
3: should not get a ring at all.
0: What do you feel on Tatis? I, I'm, I'm curious. I feel like he let this organization down in the city down.
3: I'm trying really hard not to make a joke about him not having a hand in it. <laughs> <Sorry. Yeah>. um, <laughs> um, I think. I think our lineup would look completely different if Tatis was in it. I think we still would have gone for Soto. I think uh, ownership, I think Seidler and Preller realized we have a certain amount of years to make something happen. And I think a pitcher looking at a lineup of, let's say, let's say Profar even stays as leading off. If you've got Profar, Soto, Manny, Tatis, or Tatis leading off, either way, like if you've got that lineup, how do you pitch around Exactly right. And I think that completely changes your approach as the opposing team. So I do think there's something to be said there, and I think he does bring an energy. When he's out there on the field, he's, he's an emotional player. And so I think it builds up the team. Um, I think it also sometimes can bring them down if he's feeling the negative side of the emotion. But I do think it's impacted our season, absolutely. You know what I love about that,
1: Dave, is we're there today, and Hassan Kim gets a home run. There's a great cheer for that. But I think the other thing that he brings is an intimidation factor. And Manny has it, Soto has it, but when you have the third guy there, and my son said to me today, goes, Dad, when this is going on, what do you think Tatis is thinking right now? And I said, man, it's a fascinating question as a young guy because he's only you know, in his early 20s. But if you're him and you're watching that, right, and that team's dancing around and celebrating and you're not any part of it, it reminds all of us, life goes on whether we're in it or we're out, right? Like, and, and a great deal. But I don't know for you guys, when he comes back next year, and maybe it's a little too early because we don't know how this chapter is going to end, but what do you think it's like? I mean, can we just, can we forgive and forget and put him back out there? Or, or does he always kind of have that, that cloud that's following him because he wasn't part of what's been a pretty up-and-down roller coaster 22?
2: For me personally, I'm just going to forgive and forget.
0: Really? Really? Yeah.
2: Honestly, just forgive and forget.
0: Boy, I tell you what, that drives me a little nuts. Really? Yeah, because he's that good. (laughs) Yeah, that's
2: why. That's why I would.
0: But the thing is, he's that good. So if they fall short and they don't win the World Series, then Mm -hmm. you could say whatever you want. I don't want to hear any small market stuff. When you spend $230 million on a payroll, hey, you're expected to win.
2: Oh, yeah, but we're not the Dodgers spending $275 million.
0: But $230 million Mm -hmm. is crazy money, right? Seriously, yeah. hey, my, oh, my, yeah, my yeah. opinion, there, there are a few teams out there that if they don't win, it's a disappointment. Dodgers, yeah. Yankees, uh, Braves, Mets. Yeah. Red Sox. Red Sox. I mean, you, if you don't win, that that's yeah. you fall short. And it, look, yeah. you, obviously, I, I root for the Dodgers. They've won 110 games so far, but they don't win. It, they, yeah, it's a disappointing yeah. season. Yeah, the summer was great. Guess what? You don't have the ring.
2: I think it's a little different being a Padres fan. For us, it's making the postseason. For, for the Dodgers, it's... Uh, Winning a World Series.
1: I don't know that it's still that way, though. I don't feel it's that way. Okay. I don't think it's that way like, anymore, I feel Erica. like it is. I think when you go out and you get Soto, I think when you get Hater, mm-hmm. and I think for me, my problem with Tatis and Laura, I'm fascinated to know where you're at, it's the decision making. And it's a guy that grew up around this game. He knows what this game is. He's been around it his entire life. I blame the organization because they let him pretty much run the asylum when he said, I'm not um, having yeah. the shoulder surgery. Right. But it's the decision to get on that motorcycle who knows how many times when he knows, yeah, granted, Soto's not here and Hater's not here, but he knows what this year means. He knows what it, and he knows what he means. He knows it. He soaks it in. He loves it. And to make those decisions, that for me, I, I understand your point, Erica, and I respect that, that, yeah, we got to give him a chance to come back out and the first time he's making plays, but... I don't think he comes in and starts. For
0: me, I would do this. Okay, you guys tell me I'm wrong. First day, I'm booing. I, Second day, I'm cheering. I don't know that I'm doing that. Oh, 100% I am. You, you're well, Why not? He, what are you, 42 home runs in 2021? Yeah. I,
3: I think yeah. it's going to be, I think there's a lot of strong opinions about him, clearly. But I think the moment he takes the field and he gets his first home run, right? <laughs> I think it's going to be hard for fans to not just say, all right, we're going to move on. I have really strong opinions about the whole thing. Yeah, I, I want to think hear them. I think he um, was pretty immature. I think running the you know the insane asylum is pretty spot on. I think he probably got away with a lot, um, and I think you know we had management back at the time. Like Tingler probably had no idea right. how to navigate a personality <laughs> right. like a Tatis, um, and I think um, he definitely was trying to my. I don't believe the ringworm and all that i think no. he fell off the motorcycle hurt himself was trying to cover up that injury lied about that incident from even happening and continued to lie and got caught and i think um really the people that their opinions matter is the team and yeah. um i, I think from my understanding, rumors are rumors, but I think the team was pretty frustrated and disappointed with their teammate, and it's going to be on him to prove it and to grow up, uh, regardless of what the fans think. I think he's probably going to get a hard time going from stadium to stadium. Oh, we right. already saw it at Dodger Stadium yep. when they yeah. threw the whatever onto e- the field. E- yeah. yeah. Oh, God. yeah. Um, so I think he's going to have an interesting take with the fans, but I think it's really going to come down to how the team takes him back.
1: Such a great point. Well, uh, right? I mean, yeah. you know,
3: well, but say, Dave, the, when yeah. you have
1: to walk into that room, Because you got to figure Clevenger's gone. gone. Mania's gone, right? Myers is gone. Do you think Clev's gone? Yeah, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Longest tenured Padre is gone. The guy that they talk about, which I thought was great, was Craig Salmon's gone. There's a lot of guys that are there that they look around and you go, man, right? But I I think the point that Laura makes is a brilliant one is it doesn't matter what you and I think, Dave, or, or Erica, or Laura, or anybody else, it's when you walk in that room and you have to look those other guys in the eye. Now, if they go all the way and they win a ring,
0: might be a little easier. Okay. Well, you're right. In the clubhouse, might be a little bit easier. Might, and at the same time, they might look at him and go, we don't need you. Mm-hmm. So, two things. Let me ask you, Tatis, again, a young guy, 23 yeah. years old. The guy is what? January 2nd, 1999 is his birthday. Crazy. Okay. If you're Tatis, what are you thinking as, remember, when you're, when you're and I say I call him a kid. When you're a kid, obviously, mm-hmm. you think about yourself, and everybody wants to be one that I understand. But if, let's say, Jeff, you're Tatis, are you thinking, man, I want them to go all the way and win the World Series, and I'm not oh, part yeah. of it? Or if they lose, am I thinking, shit, they're going to go, they're going to yeah. blame me for for leaving them I, high I and dry. Want, I want, Which yeah. side do you want? Which side are you if you're well, Tatis?
1: I'll. I want you guys to answer. I'm going to take myself out of the equation, Dave, and I'm going to say, for all those guys in the room that I feel like I let down, I want them to get it. It's not about me, it's actually about them. So I would want them to win it. Laura,
0: what are you feeling if you're Tatis?
3: <laughs> oh man. Uh,
0: you want to feel important.
3: I, I, and needed. I think you want to feel important and needed, but you would hope that he's a team player. You know, I know you're. If, if he was a team player, he would have never got
0: on the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. If he was yeah. a team player, would have never jumped on the motorcycle.
3: Possibly. Possibly. That's what his contract says. Yeah. Well. I don't know. I, um, you hope that he, he wants to be a team player and would want them to win a World Series, but it's going to be really hard to walk in, I think, at spring training and see everybody if, if they uh, bomb out here. I don't know. Erica, what oh, do you think absolutely. right now?
1: How far does he want him to go?
3: I think he would honestly want to win the World
2: Series for himself, but yeah. to know that he's important and he's needed on the team. But I also think he needs to realize the game's bigger than himself.
1: You know, I don't know if you guys heard, Dave, I don't know if you were driving around, Laura, if you heard it today, or Erica, but Tony Jr. did a great job in the clubhouse doing interviews. And did you hear Joe
4: Musgrove?
3: I did.
1: Joe Musgrove <laughs> was so good because Joe said, Dave, if you missed it, said there was a point halfway through the year when, when Manny got him aside and said, you need to get it together. And they just continued to talk throughout the day about how Manny runs that clubhouse. Yeah. And that's the thing that I'm wondering about is – That dynamic, we know it, right? We've all been through it. If you've been through relationships, right, you're like, oh, we'll never get through this. And then, uh, Laura, you mentioned it, the first home run. But that's the guy you need to come back in and win, right? Those guys and Mm -hmm. and go from there. Do you think right now the other teams in the National League, Dave mentioned them, Atlanta, the Mets, the Dodgers, the. all right, uh, who else,
0: Phillies? As far as spending a ton of money that... that No.
1: What I was going to say was, do you think as they look ahead to Friday, you think the Padres are the one team that everybody wants? And if it's Mm -hmm. not the Padres, who is it? I don't know. I'm saying we sit here every night and we go, okay, if we had our choice of teams, right, do you want to go to the Mets? Do you want to go to Atlanta? Do you want to play the Cardinals? Play it
0: reversed. Oh, if we're for in that market. For me the, the the teams that I would like to face would be Philadelphia. and yeah, St. Louis. Absolutely, the
1: Phillies. Yeah, they're the a Philly's. little rattled. Do yeah. you think yeah. they look at San Diego right now? I mean, it's not I, like I think popular. everyone
0: knows. I mean, look, you look at San Diego from the outside. I mean, this is what Mets fans are going to do. I think Mets fans have figured this out that shit, we aren't going to win the division again.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we're two
0: games out, there are three games to play, more than likely we aren't going to win the division even though we had the lead for 95% of the time. They're looking at San Diego, and people who don't know a lot, they're going to know Machado. They're going to know Soto. They're going to know Yu Darvish. yeah, They're going to know Snell. They're going to know Musgrove. They're, they're, they're going to sit there and go, shit, man, this is not going to be a cakewalk. And yeah. remember when the Padres went to City Field the first time, they did pretty well. Mm-hmm. If you're a Mets fan, I think you're freaking out a little bit that, man, we just threw our best guys. We threw DeGrom and Scherzer, and yeah. we came away with nothing. This is not what it was supposed to be. So I think you're you're nervous. I think if if you're the Mets, I think you're nervous. The best thing the Mets have going for them is that it's at Citi Field every game, and that at the same time the Padres have to do the long flight. That Mets fans are going to be like, we're going to be we, our best chance is that we're at home in our own fan base. But I wouldn't want to face the Padres from the outside.
3: Yeah, Jeff Passan yeah. actually just tweeted about that. Uh, really? About the Mets should be concerned about playing the Padres. Yeah. That they have a good staff, and to your point about they've already pitched to Grom, and I think. Um, I think it'll be interesting because Padres do better on the road right now.
0: They do. Yeah. Which is really weird. It's yeah. so weird. <laughs> yeah. Last year yeah. it
3: was opposite. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. I think I'm less concerned about playing the Mets because we've proven we can already win a series against them this season. And I think mm-hmm. we have a stronger, I think we've settled a little bit more in certain areas of our team. Like our starting pitching is getting a little more stable for a s- shorter series. So I'm not too nervous. Yeah,
2: I'm not worried about the Mets. If we play the Mets,
3: I'm not worried about them. It's the Dodgers. Is it the Dodgers? Yeah. yeah. The Dodgers. At your yeah. giant L.A.
0: t-shirt. And so yeah. I did it just to it. <laughs> Does it on purpose. I literally had to go inside and change. I was like, you're wearing a Dodgers shirt. I go, I know we're going to get a picture. i got to have the Dodgers shirt on.
4: Um,
0: yeah, that, that's interesting. That, Yeah, for, for me from the outside, and, and I don't think people realize how well the Braves have played. The oh, Dodgers yeah. have 110 wins, but since June 1st, the Braves yeah. and the Dodgers yeah. have the same record. The Braves are ridiculous. I mean, their their offensive team is insane. And, again, I I know all of us are baseball fans. Man, I watch a shitload of Braves games, and I'm like, man, that team is scary as hell.
2: They are. They're very good.
0: If
1: you're Bob Melvin, how do you handle the next three days?
2: Let me start with the rotation.
1: Sorry, Erica. Start with the rotation. I'm curious what your answers are.
2: I would play Grisham right now, honestly. All three days? All three days. Let him get back into it. These are the days to play him. Don't play your first lineup.
0: Who are you catch him? Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, let me ask the you. What, why, why not? But hold on, what if that's a long time to not get a bat live at bats if you're gonna go the whole week without giving live at bats to your players that you're gonna need on Friday? For a Zocar? Car talking? Well, yeah, for, I, I don't know. She for, said don't play your starting lineup. But just, would you give Manny not, the whole I, all three days oh, off? Not
2: the whole three days. Let me rephrase. Okay. I would play Grisham, let him try to get back into it, see if he's ready for the playoffs. But he has not been in it at all.
3: Weird, and, right? Yeah. Like what happened with him this it's year? Ever yeah. since he had that heel injury last year, halfway mm-hmm. through the season, he, and he came back from that rehab, he's never been the same.
1: Yeah.
4: No. Mm-hmm.
3: I don't know.
1: But that's... I'm stoked you guys are here. Like, I'm sorry.
3: Hey, you're gonna ask me a thousand
1: different potential injuries. Grisham had last year. I've been like, I don't know. (laughs) Everybody knows, deviated hurt feelings. Hurt feelings. (laughs) Lord just cranks out like
3: he's one of my favorite players. No, is he really? Yeah, but you are going to hate me. Okay, I am dying to know. Mostly because he just really trolls the Dodgers, and (laughs) I have such a sweet spot in my heart for that man. Um, For the
0: home run for Kershaw.
3: Yeah, and then when he plunked it right into the bullpen or when he rounded the bases, and Roberts may have said he like spit in their direction or. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I'll, none of that bothers me. I'll be honest with you. As, as a baseball fan, and, and Jeff and I talk about this all the time, Tatis is one of those guys that is changing the way the game goes. Mm-hmm. My son and I were talking about it today. We wish it was more like, you know, Venezuela and how the fans are into it yes. all the time and, and the excitement factor. We, we hold back as fans where I think it can be outstanding, just a great experience. Um, for me though it's funny with Grisham I mean he's still a young guy Grisham's a young oh, guy yeah. but literally you could give the reason the Nationals won the World Series in 2019 was because of Grisham I know. the ball that Soto yeah. hit Yeah, yep. I mean there's no reason why the Nationals should have won that game You had Hater pitching the whole deal and then the next year the Dodgers it was a 60 game season but the Dodgers fell into a lull and then Grisham got them all fired up when he fucking <laughs> did the thing with Kershaw and it pushed them like for two World Series in a row you can blame <laughs> one guy and, uh, and he didn't get a ring. For me, I, the reason I'm, I'm not a Grisham fan is I just uh, the the laziness drives me crazy. The way he goes after fly balls, just getting to the spot. The way he has to time out his steps, just mm-hmm. get to the fucking spot. And drives me a little nuts. The attempt on the bunt the other night was so half-assed, it was ridiculous. And they should have taken that series from the Dodgers. I said to you last week, mm-hmm. the Padres are going to take two out of three. And the Padres should have taken two out of three or not all three. Mm-hmm. But when it was called upon in Grisham, as Erica was like, he's the guy. Fuck that guy. That's why I feel like. Do you want to be here? Well, and what's the deal with looking at all these third strikes?
2: He's, he's not our guy offensively. And that's the thing. He is our guy defensively. He's much better than a Zokar defensively. But offensively, it's so bad. And he needs to get back in it. To be our guy in the in the playoffs, Laura. What but are you doing the next?
1: I'm sorry, Erica. Laura, yeah. what are you doing the next three days? Rotation and lineup. Who's in? Who who do you sit? Get I ready think for you Friday?
3: obviously are going to be limiting the pitches thrown. Um, yeah. we're probably going to be starting on Friday with. I guess, do you start with you? I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you. You. You need to save Musgrove. Obviously, you need to save Snell. I would assume. you got to go
0: you, you Snell, Musgrove. Yeah. That's what I would go, Dave. Jeff. That's what I'd be mine. Yeah. I don't know. Do you, uh, be you agree? I
3: agree. So I agree. won't be surprised if Wednesday we maybe throw a bullpen day or something yeah. like that. Mania
0: one day this exactly. week. Exactly. Right?
3: Yeah. I, I think yeah. they're going to probably limit no more. I, I would be shocked if any of our starting pitchers go to 100. Yeah. Um, Were you shocked with Snell today that he went as far as he did? I was. I yeah. was.
1: I mean, because he was still in, Dave, in the sixth yeah. and was close to 100 when the Marlins
0: game was over. Yeah, that's it. That was interesting. Hell, I was shocked the Padres beat Dylan Cease. He's one of the best <laughs> pitchers in baseball. The game on Saturday night was yeah. insane.
1: Yeah, great game. That it, was a
2: great
3: game. Well, that's game. a great
0: sign for Padre fans. The fact that they could get to Cease, which means if you get to Cease, no joke, you could get to DeGrom. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I think we, we limit the starting pitching. Yeah, probably do bullpen, Mania type of day. Mm-hmm. And then I think, um, I don't know if you give Camp, Campy another start. Right. Possibly. I think why not to give Nolan Alfaro rest?
0: Are you yeah. going three catchers on the postseason?
1: I think it's all about the arms, right? I think Campisano. I, so. I leave Camposano off. What do you I, w- do, I would
3: leave him off. Yeah. I don't feel like Beaumel has ever been 100% confident in him. Yeah. Um, and I think, here we go. This has been like a. Debate on Padres' Twitter, and I really she ruffle is. feathers on this one because I just I think Campesano has a lot of potential. But from my understanding, I think he has, um, he's still learning how to communicate with the pitchers. And I just don't think that you're going to want to risk a pitcher not feeling confident in their catcher and the game, their ability to call a game in postseason. So I just don't, I don't know if I see him going into postseason.
1: Chelsea and uh, Tony, or maybe it was Chris and Tony, brought that up the other day. And they talked about Joe Musgrove and saying that Joe Musgrove was the guy that stepped up and said, I'll work with him. When Musgrove himself was going through his own challenges. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they just said, you know, there's a lot of little things that happen, right, within the, the, the pages of the year. And the credit to a guy like Musgrove to say, yeah, I'll be the guy. And, again, credit to who said it. I, I, I feel like it was Chris and Tony. Um, said there were a lot of guys that weren't at that point of the year, they were like, no, I'm going with Nola, or I'll go with El Faro, but mostly it was Nola. And they said, "What a tribute to Musgrove, just said, he can yeah. work it out, and I'll work with them to work it Joe out. Joe seems like
0: that guy.
3: He does. It's yeah, pretty amazing. I right? also find it yeah. interesting, his last game he threw, he didn't throw to camp. He threw to Nola. Yeah. So
1: Nola's going to be the guy, right? It's pretty
0: wild. Mm -hmm. Boy, they both cut. I mean, God, the catching situation's not great. I mean, No, it's not. The Dodgers series was very frustrating. I mean, the lack of concentration that Alfaro did it and and Nola did it in back-to-back days, and you're going, what the fuck? Catch the ball. It's in your title. Let's catch it. Catch the fucking ball.
2: They're both so bad. They're both so bad at framing. It's so frustrating.
0: I'm glad you said that. Whenever I say it, I'm the asshole. But honest to God, it's a huge difference. And it's a big mistake for a pitching staff not to have catchers that are correct at framing. That's yeah. what Carantini was great for for Darvish forever. Oh,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Nola can't throw anyone
3: out. No. They're stealing. Uh, yeah, he's one of the worst in the MLB for stolen bases against him, but I will say our pitchers also don't do a great job at holding runners on base. Oh, yeah. I would agree. You know, right. And that, I think, really correct. contributes to our catchers having a lot of stolen bases against yeah. them.
1: I don't know one guy that was more polarizing in this city for the last four years than Eric Osmer. <laughs> and jump onto Padre's Twitter and see that and whether they were jumping in on his wedding, the whole deal. Oh but gosh. for you guys, I want to ask you about two different things.
4: Okay.
1: Your thoughts when Hosmer signed, and your thoughts the day that Hosmer, A, said no to the Nationals, <laughs> which, caused, <laughs> which caused Luke Voigt to have to leave, which my son is upset about, because he yeah. liked Luke okay. Voigt. But just the whole, the Hosmer time here. Yeah. What would you think when he got here? What would you think when he left?
2: I was really excited when he got here. Yeah? It was really exciting. We were finally handing out real contracts right. that showed that we were competitive. Right. Um, when he turned down the Nationals, I understood. So I understood he didn't want to go to a team that wasn't competitive. That was honestly terrible. Were you a white Oh, I love Voight, but we yeah. didn't know at first that we had yeah, to give up Voight. That? Yeah. So I understood. I was like, yeah, I get it. Like, it sucks that we can't get rid of him, but I get it. And then found out Voight was leaving. I was so pissed. <laughs> Ugh, I was pissed. And then you found out in the middle of his interview that he was gone. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: ouch.
3: Yeah. That that was terrible.
1: Laura, what'd you feel? Day Hosmer came, the day you left.
3: I will always be. Be thankful that we had Hosmer because I think he was the start of, to your point you brought up earlier about we didn't really have management or ownership that really cared (laughs) for the city. And I think he was the first piece for San Diego in a really long time that it was them saying, hey, we care again. Um, So I'll always be thankful for that because I think without him, we don't get Manny. I think there's just a lot of pieces that don't fall into place. And I do think he brought I do think that he did bring leadership and camaraderie to the clubhouse for a long time while we were building a team. So I'll always be thankful for that. But if that man could not keep his eyes open looking at a ball coming his way, (laughs) (laughs) um, it just it always felt like there were plays where he might have been great five out of six times. But that sixth catch that he missed that caused an error that was, you know cost us a run. It was brutal. And I felt like it got worse as time went on. And I think where he lost a lot of the fan base is he was quoted in an article two years ago by saying, and I don't know if he meant it this way, but he was interviewed by somebody and he said, I, um, I'm going to continue with my approach is essentially the yeah, sentiment. That was, yeah, that was last year. Last yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's where it really turned off. He wasn't really involved in the community, which community also really didn't care for him at a certain point. So maybe that's why, but I think there just wasn't that sense of he cared about San Diego, whether he did or he didn't. And then to have that quoted in an article is hard as a fan. You know,
0: a lot of people, I mean, to me, it's not that hard to be a professional when you go just, just sit there and say great things about the city. That's all you have to do. Right. You know, even if you aren't one of those guys that's going to jump in the community, say great things about the fans and the community and the people that go out and support your product. I understand they don't pay your paycheck, but you play the game. Yeah. You know, and so I was out, felt that way about Will Myers for a long time. When mm-hmm. Will Myers did that stupid shit about the Mexican foods better in North Carolina than it is in San Diego, it was, <laughs> a, it was the dumbest thing it could have well, said. He has
2: the palate of a five year old, so I wouldn't yeah. give him well, too much credit. Yeah, yeah, so do I.
0: I eat ravioli out of a can. I mean, but at the same time, I'd be smart enough to know Mexico's right there. Are right. you insane? Like, I think people are more offended by the Mexican food comment than about saying something bad about oh, the yeah. Padres. But like I don't know if you guys read the article in the paper today. The job that Annie did, the the question and answers with oh, Will Myers. That. Yeah. Oh no. Really and uh, and she did a great job, and he did a great job. Yeah. About he would miss San Diego and and everything else, and appreciates mm-hmm. everything San Diego gave him. You play the game. The fact that Hosmer never played the game was ridiculous, and he should mm-hmm. know better. Playing in a smaller city like Kansas City, that coming here, just play the game. Everybody, just like you just said a second ago, Laura, is that uh, Hosmer coming here was the first piece to put everything in order. And that's the way the clubhouse looked at him. That's the way the fan base would have looked at him. But instead, it was like, I'm not playing up to my contract, but fuck you guys anyway. This is not going to change.
2: He never even said goodbye. That's what got me.
3: There was was a letter like days later, I think, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. from his wife or something. Oh, from his wife. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The next day, there was something from his wife, but he never even reposted. He reposted everything from like, congratulations. He never reposted what his wife said. And that got me.
0: When he gets a ring, if they yeah. win it all, it's going to bother no. you. Because he will. He'll get a World yeah. Series share and a ring. Uh,
3: whatever. I don't know if they'd get a
0: share, but yeah, he'd probably he'll get, get a, a ring. share. He played more than half the season. He's getting a God share.
3: Uh.
1: All right. You look ahead to Friday. Okay. We know you, Darvish. You know mm-hmm. Soto. You know Manny. But it feels like, Dave, in these early playoffs, there's always somebody that you're not thinking of that makes the difference, right? So as you guys look ahead to Friday, do you have somebody in mind where you go, this could be the guy. I this got
0: the guy. Who's your guy?
1: I've got one, too. Let's see how you do. But do you guys have a guy? And you know what? Maybe you just say, hey, it's been Manny all year. It'll continue to be Manny. Is, are you going Manny Soto or are you going off the board? Who's your difference maker, Erica?
2: Brandon Drury. Me, probably. too. Oh, yeah. hey. My God. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I like that. Absolutely. He's been a huge difference maker since he's been here.
0: I like that. Dave yeah. you're going with Drury? Hundred percent. And he was the guy before they traded for him. I was saying yeah. to Jeff, I go, That's the guy you gotta chase. Look at his oh. numbers. He's available. Oh yeah. And watching the Dodgers series last week, Brandon Drury was the guy who scared you. And yeah. look who you're going against as a manager in the Mets. It's Buckshow Walter. Old school. Yeah. Buckshow Walter's not gonna let the big bat beat you. There's yeah. no way he's gonna put Manny in a position to beat him. He's gonna yeah. fall on Brandon Drury. Yeah. Who you got, Laura?
3: I would say Drury, and I just think his story is so incredible where he, I mean that that guy is Really grinded, um, yeah. and I think he didn't even have a team for sure. Was it going into this season? Yeah, minor league deal for yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah,
1: everybody. Nice. He was thinking about the that. Angels. He mm-hmm. got turned down. I'm going off the board. Who, who are you going? I'm on? taking Josh Bell. I'm taking you think he's Josh. He's hot now. He's, I'm he's taking Josh Bell because hot. Josh yeah, Bell has seen the hot. East. Yeah.
0: I think Josh, he does. He knows that division yeah. very well.
1: I think I'm taking Josh Bell. I, I just think there's, and I love the Drury call though. But to me, there's too much history of Josh Bell being too good a player to see what we've seen for the last month. And there was something about the approach today and maybe just being a Padre fan. But watching him today, Dave, after watching him the last couple of weeks, he just kind of looked like he was kind of in a, in a little bit. What it reminded me of, I, again, I, I refer to, to Junior and Agler because I love those guys. And it was when they were down in Arizona and Soto was really struggling. And Junior talked about going to the batting practice on the Friday, the day after Bob Melvin called everybody out. And Tony said, batting practice today was great because he kept going opposite field. Mm -hmm. And he came up, and I think first at bat, that Friday night game, he lines out to center, and Agler said, you know, Junior, what do you see? He goes, exactly what I watched all day, and then we've seen Soto. There was just something about the approach, Dave. You get it, Laura, you get it, Erica, you get it. You watch this team every day when you can watch when guys are turning that bat into sawdust, and then you look when guys are just relying on their natural muscle memory. And to me, that's what it looked like. And I said to my son, could be crazy, could go over 40, and I'll let Craig Elston sit here for the next month. But
4: I just, I'm just going to let –
1: I'm going to go off the board because I don't think anybody's looking at Josh Bell, and I don't think the Mets are looking at Josh Bell, and I think he knows it.
0: So, let me ask, that. That's an interesting point right there. So, where do you guys defensively in DH? Are you playing Josh Bell and Drury? And how's, how's the lineup start to look for you? Like game one, what are you looking at?
1: Yeah, I mean, those guys are in. I mean, whether you have Drury yeah. at first or Bell at first and the other guy, yeah. DH. And you have to, I mean, it's like what we saw today. I felt like it was funny watching that lineup because they were like, okay, he's going to win it. And, I mean, it's a two to one yeah. game. It was a great game. But, um, yeah, I think what we saw today is what you're seeing. I think Nola's catching. I think it's either Bell or Drury at first. The other guy is DH. I think it's Cronenworth. I think it's Kim. I think it's Manny. I think it's Profar. I think it's a Zocar. Yeah. in center. And I think it's Soto and Wright. I
0: agree with that.
2: I agree with that.
1: And then I think you're looking at, you know, coming from the bench, I mean, it's going to be Alfaro,
0: right? And, I mean, I don't really know. You really don't need a bench. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Playoffs, DH, you really don't. I mean, I don't know if Dixon, right? Is Dixon make this? I don't think he's making no. the postseason That's roster. Right. I mean, you might no. just go.
1: You know, you could go with you know nine guys and, and the rest sixteen pitchers. No, you got to load it up. No, the minimum amount of
0: pitchers. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I just I, I like the lineup you just had though. That's exactly what I would pick. Yeah. I don't know. Do you do, do you agree? Did Jeff I, miss anything?
2: I agree. I want Drury
3: okay. back next year. I do too. Yeah.
1: But I don't know what he's like on the market.
3: I think the market Depends is Depends on him. how he does in postseason. Yeah. I think yeah, that's honestly going to make or break That's
1: it. a really good call.
0: Are you, are you a clutch guy? That, that's funny. I, I was saying for the longest time, you don't want to face the Mets in the first round. But after watching them these three games against the Braves, I'm like, I think the Mets are the team you do want. Oh,
3: I want the
2: Mets. Yeah. I would want yeah. the Mets, yeah. No, we play so well against them. I mean, them.
0: The, the Braves lineup, honestly, is scarier than the, the Dodger lineup, in my opinion, right now. Because the Dodgers... Chris Taylor hasn't been Chris Taylor. Max Muncy hasn't been Max Muncy. Bellinger hasn't been Bellinger. There's so many guys on the Dodgers where you can say they haven't been hot the whole year. The whole Braves lineup looks like they're hot right now. I'm looks like they were in the postseason right? last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: They and I don't know
1: how the rotation lines up, but I have to think that these next couple of days are big games for both Atlanta and New York because they want to the buy. So do we have any chance of seeing Scherzer or DeGrom throw either Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday?
0: The Braves would have to lose two games, uh, Monday and Tuesday, and the Mets would have to win those for the Mets to sit there and – To still have a shot. To screw with their stuff. But I'm trying to think. Well, DeGrom pitched on Friday, so Wednesday would be his day.
3: Yeah. But then – I mean,
0: that's what you want. I guess if you're a Padre fan, you want them to burn – Exactly. You want them to burn DeGrom.
1: Yeah. So you're cheering Uh, for two Mets wins and and two two Braves wins
0: On Monday and Tuesday.
1: Because you have to figure they both throw their main guys, right?
0: Yeah. It, it, boy, it, it, baseball did a great job this year. They really it's been did. fun. The way they figured this out. I mean, today should have been it. I mean, to guarantee that there's no game 163, it's about time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, the schedule's kind of weird that the White Sox came to town and everything else towards the New York. The Dodgers are playing a six game series against the Rockies is bizarre. And and they made a great point during the, the Dodgers series. They go, the reason you don't want to play a six game series at the end. A team like the Rockies is out of it. They, until today, they lost nine in a row. And so you're going, well, Bud Black and the Rockies have nothing to prove. They hate the damn Dodgers like everybody else. What if they just start drilling, guys? And you go, you know what I mean? Remember for the Dodgers last year, their last series, Muncie injured, yeah. Justin Turner injured, Clayton Kershaw injured. All of a sudden, it's not the same team going into the postseason. But if you're the Rockies, go, we have nothing to lose. Fuck that. We're going to play a dodgeball. We're going to start smoking Freddie Freeman or Trey Turner or any of those guys. You don't want to play a six-game series. Baseball messed up the schedule there, but – Otherwise, as far as your your interest, that there is some question as far as is Degrom going to be the guy game one in the playoffs against the Pods, or are the Mets going to have to burn him because they want to try and win the division, and if you you obviously you would, because you you're erasing a whole series, yeah, you know what I mean. You automatically win the first round if you can win the, the National League East.
1: Man, it's lining up pretty fun. Right? It is fun.
0: It's, it's all
1: the different games. You're more fascinated by America. I mean, take the pods out of the equation. You're more mm-hmm. fascinated by the American League matchups or the National League? National League. By
3: far, National it's, League. it's the National League. League. It's crazy, by right? Far. far more competitive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: By far. I mean, in the American League, it's the Astros, right? I mean, is anyone thinking that they're going to get by the Astros with their pitching and their offense? God, they're loaded, man. And I, I'm right now, I'm so excited that both the Dodgers and Padres are in it as a baseball yeah. fan. And the Braves, the Mets, and the Cardinals, and all the other bullshit with the Phillies. Yeah. You go, I don't even care about the American League playoffs. I mean, I would not watch one pitch if the games were at the same time. I'm watching National League yeah. playoffs only.
2: The only reason why we care about the American League is to
3: see if Judge is going to break the record. Yeah. That's it. Well, and I'm kind of curious to see if it ends up being Astros and Dodgers. Oh.
4: In the-
0: <laughs> That'd be crazy. That'd be really crazy.
4: That'd, That'd be, be crazy. That would be a lot of fun. I mean, the
0: Yankees hate the Astros as much as the Dodgers do. You know?
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, did you guys get... I was... Paying Mm -hmm. attention yesterday, and a lot of people were upset about playoff tickets. And Dave, I hadn't even Mm -hmm. thought about them because they're going on the road for three. I'm like, oh, shit, man. I've been in this game too long. Did you guys jump in? How was Mm -hmm. the buying for playoff tickets? Was it crazy? I gave up.
2: I opted out. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, I opted out. So I have too much going on during playoffs. So
0: Are both of you season ticket holders?
2: Yeah. I'm Okay. So they
0: offered to you first, though, right?
2: Yeah. So they had us do a... um, uh, for 40 game people, they had us opt in for the whole thing, or you just opt out and then buy later. But I just opted out and then said, nope, I'm not going to do this.
0: Because they want your money ahead of time. Yeah, right. they
2: want your money ahead of time. And they,
0: and they what, choose they, everything. And so. they basically take your money, and they just put it towards season tickets next year. They don't yes. just send Ooh. your money back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Already, So they, they're holding your money, basically. Yeah. In yeah. escrow, right? And yeah. escrow I already account.
2: paid, so I was like, I don't want to give you my money, and then I don't get it back.
3: I yeah. just got frustrated with Ticketmaster, yeah. so I walked away and kept living my life, and figured, yeah. just assumed I'd figure it out. <laughs> now, if
0: they make it back, okay, they make yeah. it back for the second round, and you get a chance to see them next. Both of you, I imagine, are going to figure a way to get in. Oh, absolutely, yeah, okay. oh, absolutely. But that's the benefit
1: of what you guys are a part of, right? Mm-hmm. It circles yeah. back, Dave, to how we started with the Padres Twitter and the family within the family. And today, Laura, Erica, you were out there. How many? I mean, I think you were out there almost every day except today. Right When you guys go to those games, it's got to be almost in a sense like going to high school because so many of your friends are there, right? There's so many different personalities. I would think there are people you're excited to see. Who knows? There might be people you don't want to see that are part of that group, just like high school. But for you guys, when you walk around, you know, we didn't talk. We wanted to talk baseball, but it is kind of fun. You guys have become personalities as part of it. And when you walk the concourse, do you have people recognize you that may not know you but only know you from Padre's Twitter and what's that experience been like?
2: Oh, absolutely. And then I pretend like I know who they are.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's nice, yeah. right?
2: I'm like, oh, yeah, hi.
1: But are they, for the most part, are they okay? I yeah. understand there's weirdos everywhere. Uh, but for the yeah. most part, are they okay? You want to believe for they're okay,
0: the right? The
2: majority are great. Some are... Weird
0: when you yeah. said weirdos I looking at Laura's eyebrows, yeah. she says yeah. weird, yeah.
1: weird weird in person or just weird via the app or both cool.
2: okay, so in person, some are weird, some are creepy in the app, most are creepy
1: most are yeah
3: yeah, I have a different experience. I've only had maybe two creepy individuals um, okay. in person I've never thankfully I haven't had anybody creepy in. Person. Okay, good. Um, it's only been through. They send you a, a direct message, and I, I usually ignore most of the direct messages just yeah. because yeah. Same. I don't want to know. Um, wow. Yeah. Wild, right? Yeah, it, it's really interesting. Um, well, I'll have, there was a couple people where they would only message me when they were drunk and then say really weird things, and I would <laughs> never respond. Um, and now, Laura, for
1: that, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but would you know them? If you're walking down the street and you see these people that are messaging you when they're drunk, would no. you know who they are, Erica? Absolutely would you
2: know? not. I, I don't remember. Wow. I don't respond to DMs that are weird. Um, I screenshot them and send them to my group chat and make I fun I do of like them.
0: that. I like yeah. that, that move a so lot. So in
2: case you guys are wondering, I do do that. But, yeah, I don't respond.
0: <laughs> you know, Jeff and I have been around Padre Baseball in the media for 25 years. More than that. Yeah. About 30 years. Yeah. And um, I'll be honest with you. The way, you know, Twitter and the game and everything, a lot of stuff I do is just to get a reaction, obviously. But when I go to Petco Park, man, I, I never know what the fuck's going to happen. And I'm, you know, I'm a big dude compared to both of you. And when, I, when I've gone to Petco Park the last few times, the only few times, honestly, I feel comfortable is when I'm with Erica. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, yeah. right? Like, right? yeah. we go, we do yeah. the, we'll do the do the meetups, we'll meet people. But, honest to God, I'm like, because I've had people follow me in my car recently and try yeah. and fight.
2: What? Yeah, you told me
4: that. Yeah,
0: and yeah. so, and then when I went with my son and I are going on, on Wednesday, but last time I went with my yeah. son, um, nonstop with the people walking by us so with the That's fuck yous and, eat no and the shit and the violence, and you're going, all right, dude, enough. Like, yeah. how far is this going to go? And I understand I bring a lot of it on myself, but again, I feel like I can take care of myself. Being two girls that put themselves out there and guys going, hey, those are two unicorns. They love baseball like I love baseball Mm -hmm. and they're pretty and, and now's my chance to make my move. I understand where you'd be uncomfortable.
3: Yeah. yeah, I've only had one time where I was uncomfortable with, and I they didn't have the picture of their face. It was an avatar, but other people knew who they were. And it was last month, I think, and they messaged me that they, they could see me from the game. And oh, it was somebody yeah. who would always message me when they were drunk, and I would never respond. Um And that that was really scary. Bernie Um, Wilson
0: to say it. No, no,
3: no, no, no. no, no. Um, and, and I did message that to some of my friends, um, who actually reached out to him and told him to knock it off. And I, I don't think he's on Twitter anymore. He's probably got a burner, but that, that was the only time I was actually really afraid. And I, I never put like my full name on Twitter. I'm sure somebody could figure out who I am, but. Yeah. yeah, I
2: well, wonder if the same person, my creepy in-person story, I wonder if it's the same person. Could be. Yeah.
1: The One funny th- thing is, too, this is what's great. And I hope the people listening get this. Guys, they're so great. You know this team. You know this history, right? It's, it's great to get your insight. But the funniest thing is, Laura, you, Erica, not as much. I think everybody <laughs> looks at Erica, and she's just great, and she's hanging out. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, Laura, you get under people's skin. Yeah, I
3: do. It's great. And it is great, isn't it? Had how, you, you had for a while. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> yeah. But you have a little bit of that
1: palais. <laughs> uh, I tell Dave, I go, you like old school WWE, like Ravishing Rick Root, where if people know it's all part of the, it's not part of an act, but just having fun, mm-hmm. and you're going back and forth. But when did, you, I mean, have you known that forever? When did you realize, oh, I have the ability to really get under people's skin?
3: They get so mad. They get very <laughs> mad. I have a lot of people, mostly Dodger fans, that yes. really hate me.
1: Your friend Mandy? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, funny ignored me I- last night. I told her, <laughs> did you see? She put that thing up where the guy was fixing uh, the, was it the Yankees Orioles? I missed Orioles? it. I was at a
0: wedding last night. I missed it.
1: I think it was the Yankees Orioles, and there was a catcher, uh, maybe the catcher for the Orioles, oh, and the and Yankee was guy out of was helping him with the eye black. And Lauren wrote on Twitter, "Hey, who's this? Me and who?" I go, "Mandy." <laughs> and, and
4: people are like, "Oh no, I'm not Laura! She hates here, me."
0: Well, here's the funny thing. Okay, now that you know both you've been here, I've known Erica for a while, but I know Mandy too. Oh, cool! And so she is just like you two. And I'm not joking. She is. When I've talked to her, she is extremely shy, extremely quiet, and it's her way of of being out of her norm. Mm-hmm. And she is such a fucking smart ass. But when I say all of you going at it with her, I'm like, holy shit. Like all the people that I like are going at it. I kind of I kind of loved it, but at the same time, if you knew her, you would know that is so not her norm. That's she's not that person. She comes off loud and and aggressive. She is the most quiet person you've ever met. Shy is completely convain- She does not like Laura. No, it is, it, so I, I love res- watching it from the outside. I, I love it.
3: Responding to her when she starts tweeting about like my yeah, body parts that's and, that's and calling yeah, me wrong. I names. disagree with that. Yeah, that. And then there, there's a couple of others where they've tried to threaten violence against me, and then other dudes have tweeted out, "We want to knock the filler out of her face." I was like, oh, "I have shit. filler? Yeah, you're <laughs> that's nuts to me! I didn't know." No, that's way over <laughs> um, the line. That's weird. Yeah, so I, I usually stop responding yeah. to people, but I'll, I enjoy like the fun banter and yeah. stuff like that is entertaining, but. Where I get it from, um, I don't know. My mom is a little chirpy when do she wants know? to be. <laughs> like, do, <laughs> they,
1: do, do they know your alter ego?
3: Oh, yeah. My mom finds it really entertaining, but okay, I don't good. know how many times they make her roll her eyes throughout the day. But yeah, she's on Twitter. She's following. Oh,
0: that's so great. <laughs> uh-huh. So uh, obviously your love for Padre baseball started. I'm asking both of you. What year did your love for Padre baseball start? And what's your, oh. Who was your favorite player from the very beginning?
2: oh favorite moment favorite
0: player all that i was
2: born a padres fan so you right away as long as you
0: can remember i love this organization yeah
2: um like she said how her mom and grandma moved down here my dad moved down here from chicago and he was Mm. born a cubs fan but when he moved here he switched to the padres and the chargers and that's how i was raised
0: what year was that for him
2: When he moved, uh, seventy-seven.
0: Oh wow! So when eighty-four happened, he was was, like, "Oh my god, Mm -hmm. my two teams are in it, and it's so rare that they're both in it, and again, in against each other." Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's how. Who's your
0: first favorite
1: player, Erica?
2: Uh, Hoffman. Oh, that's great. Still my favorite.
1: You know, uh, when when Dave and I started, we didn't know anything. We were like the pre, pre, pre pre-game show. And for the weekends out at Jack Murphy Stadium, we would do the show from the football press box. Mm-hmm. So we'd
0: be on. Yeah, by the like, first base side.
1: Yeah, first base side. So we'd be on from like 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock. But before we would got that show, I was the producer for Hank Bauer and Kevin Kernan. So I would get all these guys. And then Dave would get all the guests for Bob Chandler for the postgame show. So we knew all these guys. Yeah. So I'm thankful to say that they were very excited that Dave and I had gotten the opportunity. But you mentioned Trevor Hoffman. We haven't told this story in a long time. Dave and I are trying to figure this out. We have no idea. We're just sitting like this. There's no internet. There's no cell phones. Right? We're just sitting yeah. there. And Hoffman would sit at first base and just
0: shut up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're like, we're in the middle of like this 14 minute segment. Okay. We're trying to talk. Whole stadium's football, empty. Like we know anything. Shut up! And <laughs> we're dying laughing. Yeah.
5: We're like, fuck you. And he's
1: like, now he gets a bucket of baseballs and starts chucking them into our boot. <laughs> so you're like, you know, they think, think about the yasnecker, god damn it. And he's the funniest guy. He's the absolute greatest.
4: The greatest. Yeah. But can you imagine? That's uh, your hero. Yeah. yeah tried well, to murder us. I found out
1: recently.
2: My family hid this from me, but my brother in law is an electrician, and he did the electrical work for his house. Oh,
4: and, and he, he didn't did, bring you with.
2: No, he didn't, oh. and he didn't give me any signed uh, memorabilia you that he off got. The Christmas card list. Yes, so i
4: never
3: babysitting his kids again. Had Good. <laughs> <laughs> Good a kid. God, had a kid. kid.
1: Erica or uh, Laura, who was your first favorite player?
3: Um, I would say it's a tie between Cam and Eddie. Uh-huh. Um and. Uh, and Ricky Henderson. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was just so fun. I mean, as a kid, and you're watching him talk to himself in the outfield yes, and in the, third on the third person. In the third person. Ricky did well tonight. You know what I mean? Like, yes. it was just, and he was one of the few that could get away with, with that, yes. you know, um, and not seem arrogant or anything. Um, so I think Caminetti for sure and, and Ricky Henderson.
0: You know, we've had a few guys come through here that were better than we thought they were going to be, right? Ricky was one of them. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Kevin Brown was better than, than we yeah, thought he would be. Like Everybody has heard horrible stories about Kevin Brown, but there were guys that came through here that were better than we thought. Mm-hmm. Ricky was outstanding. The stuff that Ricky did, Tony Gwynn always had the best stories about him, but we, Jeff and I would be right there when he told them, you know, in they first hand, and would go, oh, my God, dude, that's fucking well, nuts, you know? We
1: were telling the story today, because in 96, when they clinched, and it's the first time since 84... Dave comes back, working the Charger game. So I'm at Dodger Stadium, and I'm in the clubhouse. And it's very funny. The two memories of that is when Chris Gwynn goes to bat, I'm saying to Todd Villalobos, why are they letting Chris Gwynn hit? This is ridiculous. We've got to win this game. And then Chris Gwynn gets the hit, and I'm like, hey, Chris, I need you on the postgame chat. <laughs> uh, so that was quick. But Ricky Henderson, we're sitting there, we're watching on this Tiny monitor, guys, about as big as this light. It's it's like a 10-inch monitor. And there's about 15 people in there. The plastic's up like you saw today at Petco, which is great. And Ricky just comes strolling in like nothing's going on. And he just walks by, and he's in the bathroom, and he's picking his hair. And he's kind of singing to himself and picking, just like it's 11 o'clock on a 1 o'clock <laughs> game. And there's like 10 media members in here. And Rob Piccolo, who was Bocha's guy, Ricky,
4: we got to go, you're in left field.
1: And he just strolls by and he goes, Ricky, got to go. And he cuts out (laughs) and we're all watching. And of course, they said the other day, anytime a guy gets hurt, the ball gets hit to him. Well, Ricky strolls out and immediate fly ball to left field. And he turns left, he turns right, he turns left. And makes, like, the bucket catch. And the clubhouse erupted. Like, I've never heard anything louder. And Ken Caminetti was uh, an amazing guy. And we, I was just mm-hmm. telling this story because we all know the, the steroids and, and what yeah. happened and the unbelievable end of that. But what people don't know about Ken Caminetti, and I've told this story, I used to work with Ted Leitner. And Ted had an afternoon talk show at KFMB. And in 98, the Padres had gone on, like, a... What was it, Dave? Like a 12-game road trip yeah. to the East Coast? And they went like 2-10. and 10. So Ken, one day off of the month, comes into KFNB to be a guest on Ted's show. And at the KFNB building, it's like a big grid. And we were way off. Radio was way off on the side. TV was you know, a city block away from us. But word got out that Ken was going to be on. And there were about 100 people lined up to meet him. So Leitner, as you can imagine, loses his shit, and so I said to Ken, hey, I'll get these people out of here, and he said no, um, just tell them to be patient, and we'll get to every one of them. So there's no cell phone, everybody's got their pocket camera, and in the breaks, each person would come in, and he would shake their hand, hello, I'm Ken, hang with us, we're going to be okay, and he'd take a picture, and he would sign, hi, Eric, I'm Ken. Hang with us, we're gonna be okay. And you know, you can imagine the women are swooning. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
1: And he was just like, Ted's like, we gotta go, we gotta go. And he'd be like, all right, everybody hang out. And he signed every autograph, everything. I mean, I believe it. Dave, yeah. right? Yeah. And, I mean, and, was great. and the other one that we always say is in Monterey, Mexico, when we were there the day before the Snickers game, and he walks off the bus, Finley, Tony, Hoffman, and the, there's 40 kids out there, and they're all waiting. And none of them want to talk to Ken. None of them want to talk to Greg Vaughn or any of these guys. And they don't know what's going on. And they realize that all the kids were waiting for Fernando Valenzuela. And as Fernando's the last guy coming off the bus, you see Ken Caminetti, who's so stoic and a leader, and Finley and Vaughn and the rest of that group, bouncing up and down like little kids, chanting Toro, Toro, Toro <laughs> for their buddy. I mean, he was... Yeah, Fernando's another one, personality-wise. Yeah. Huh?
0: Fernando's another one that was better than I thought. You know, great, Fernando got me in a in a prank once on really? the field. Yeah, on the field during uh, BP. So people are coming into the ballpark, and I'm standing by the by the turtle, the cage, yeah, I know. and he's uh, looking at Mud Grant on TV. <laughs> and uh, and Fernando takes his hat and he swings it through the back of my neck and hits the back of my hair, and then I turn around and he has his bat like it was a follow through. <laughs> And I was like, Jesus Christ, Fernando, almost was fucking killed me. Then he goes, oh, I wasn't that close. I like, you hit my hair. Well, dude, everybody's dying. Yeah. Everybody yeah. saw what he did except for me. But I was like, this guy just took a full hack and hit me in the back of the hair. But that was Fernando. He was always uh, always a prankster. He uh, was. He was. He was, 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 was absolutely great. There's some great guys. All right, hold on for a second. We're going to take care of a little business. Again, when I mentioned Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. 20 years in San Diego for Alan Taylor. Man, the weather in San Diego is beautiful this weekend, but you never know when it gets a little bit warmer, and even when it's cool, it's great to have that pool in your backyard. Uh, Just a chance to entertain. Alan Taylor does it better than anyone else. Again, if you're looking for that perfect pool, ask about available financing. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452.
1: Dave, just check the weather. All week long along the coast, it's going to be 100. Inland, it's going to be 111. So if there was ever a time, that's absolutely a lot. <laughs> I about to say, fuck.
4: <laughs> <was> like,
1: what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if there was ever a time to have a tailor-made pool, now's the time. That perfect weather in the fall. We talked about a little bit of uh, playoff baseball coming up. And then we'll get into the winter, but man, there's nothing better, right? So if you haven't had the chance to get a tailor-made pool, what are you waiting on? And tonight, it's a cash-only deal. Oh boy, I'm going to get in trouble for this, but it's, uh, it's a special one. Padres are in. First seven people cash-only. It's the Padre Geekster pool. That's right, <laughs> yeah. Geekster. We're building a pool for you! My favorite Padre fan, no offense to you two. I love the Geekster. She's she's mine too. (laughs) Isn't she the greatest? Geekster's like, do not build a pool. We're doing it. (laughs) I don't answer to you Geekster, you pipe down. Uh, first seven people cash only tell Amy Jeff said it's the Geekster playoff special.
0: Absolutely, Dan Williams is someone you need to talk to when it comes to finance. Again, ask Dan Williams about that pool right there. He'll tell you how to get it done. Yeah. Dan's the guy who wants to help you get out of the rental market, also wants to help you get out of debt. Call Dan Williams, one of the smartest calls you can make. 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. It's all about borrow smart, repay smart, whether or not you want to buy a car,
1: you want to buy a house. But you got to get your credit up to date. You should be checking out those Two Minute Tuesday videos. Dan puts them out each and every week on YouTube. I just said it, man. You get those random bills that come through. It could be your kids needing dentists or medical bills, all kinds of crazy stuff. And you got to be able to make sure that your credit is in line. <laughs> So that you can pay for things like playoff tickets. Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, be part of that madness that's going to be happening down at Peco Park. So
0: give Dan a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Was that Kim in the middle of the clubhouse I dancing? That's so. funny. as so. exactly. You know who?
2: you know who's the best dancer in the clubhouse though is steven wilson and i want to point Come that out on. He, is the be- he is really? the best yeah if you ever sit by the bullpen you can just see him those all seats the you time. Have
1: are pretty cool oh
2: yeah they're my friend's seats actually and then also i know someone who works for the padres who oh, just lets me great. in
0: <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs>
2: even if i'm sitting somewhere else she'll just let me in
0: oh my gosh i gotta tell you a quick dancing story last night i met this wedding i'm not a big dancer but i will go out and do dance have a couple of drinks and so had a couple drinks but, okay. it, but it doesn't matter i'm, I'm now i'm in and whenever there, there's a dj i'm in for all this stuff it's like times have changed i'm in i'm one of those guys as soon as the music goes i'm out so uh i'm in the back cha-cha slides going yeah and i'm like oh shit i'm gonna follow along here we go it's not just a matter of shitty dancing like i gotta do the footsteps Oh and I'm at you, you know, the Cha Cha slide. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, absolutely. So I'm
0: in the back going, piece of cake. I'm just going to follow everybody in front. No, you got this. And then all of a sudden it turns to the left. It keeps turning. Turns again. And I'm like, holy fuck, I'm in the front. <laughs> and, and, I'm like, just to instructions. And, and the girl next to me, completely stiff on me, like, like Derrick Henry, to the left, motherfucker. <laughs> oh. Keep moving. And I'm like, shit, I'll get it next time. I didn't, it took me four times to get it right. Anyway, how do you get it
2: wrong? That's my question. It's me. They literally tell you, yeah, they you literally know. tell you the direction. They kind of do, kind of. Yeah, they, they,
0: did, yeah, they tell him to kick your feet. Did your sister the see you? Yeah, she was on the other side. She was on the other side. She's, she, did Ernie see it? Yeah, probably. Oh. Yeah, people <laughs> know. People know. There's video somewhere. It? There's video somewhere. Did Josh see yeah, it? Yeah, of course. Ah, of course. It was a disaster. A hard day. I'm glad you're here. All right. It's Brian, Brian Curry want to talk to when it comes to finding the perfect home in San Diego again. Nobody knows San Diego County better than Brian Curry. Give Brian a call again. He's the guy to get the most for your home at the same time. Congratulations to Dylan Curry. Poway yeah. won one again. Fantastic job. Make sure you call Brian Curry 619-251-1588 619-251-1588.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter what the neighborhood is. Although, man, I love downtown.
4: Woo!
1: My son's walking. We walk today. Yeah. I mean, you guys know it. You take that walk to Petco Park. Dad, you want to still move down here? I'm like, I don't know. Let me buy some land in Ramona. It's become a hog farmer. <laughs> Much safer. Uh, yeah. Downtown's great. And I still could see myself living there. But no matter where you want to go, right? Poway, Encinitas, Carlsbad, Ramona. Uh, Brian Curry knows it. 20 years with Caldwell Banker at the highest level. Uh, nobody better than uh, Brian. Tell him uh, Dave and Jeff sent you. Who's pow we got next week?
0: I don't know. I'd like to get out for one of those games. I haven't gotten I any of too. the Helix Varsity games. I should so go. You haven't gone to a Helix Varsity game?
1: No.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm going well, to if JV, we get a chance to go to a Power game on a Friday, I'll go with you. All right, I'm in. Kyle Fluger's your guy when it comes to websites. Again, when you look at websites and is your website working the way it's supposed to, Kyle Fluger's the guy you need to talk to. Even if you think it's working very well, Kyle's the guy that will tell you. What he can do to make it better. 619 500 6621. 619 500 6621. My man, Flug's laid out. Do you see that? No, what happened? What's
1: going on? What kind of friend are you?
0: Dude, I've been working. Dude, I have like eight jobs right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so sad. This A is friend. my. Our
1: webmaster. This is well, my
0: third show. With this is my third stones. show today.
4: Oh, that sucks.
0: <laughs> Our webmaster
1: laid out with kidney stones.
3: Oh, that sucks.
1: Yeah. Nicest guy. So, uh, Flugs, get healthy. So, if you're trying to call or text Flugs, for the next couple of days, he may be drugged up. I don't even know what you do for kidney stones. you got to wait so, it out.
2: I do have a question, though. If he's laid out with kidney stones, will, yes. he, be, will he be able to set his lineup for fantasy football?
1: Uh, yeah, but I, uh, I'm not sure which lineup he set he because he said he was on heavy meds.
2: Okay, hopefully he doesn't because I play him next week.
0: Oh. Yeah, well, so she's wishing you nothing but the worst, Kyle. <laughs> you heard that.
1: I think Flug's
0: is fast recovery, slow recovery. Dude, I've never had a kidney stone, but I hear it's worse than childbirth. Yeah, I hear no it. Oh, no, 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 no. I hear it's no, no, no. terrible. I had kidney
2: stones it. when I was pregnant.
0: You, no. Oh, oh, yeah. Really? No. Oh, yeah.
4: And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I said yeah, we no. can't no. do anything <laughs> for you.
0: So God hates you. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, give fluke's a call, just give him a week. Get back up on his feet. All right, here we go. You can play the game with us right here. We're doing how old are they and how much are they worth? We're going October second. We're going Gandhi. How old is Gandhi? How old How old is he? How much is he worth? Jeff. I like this. Do you like this? I think I have this. Do you really?
4: No. <laughs> uh. This is a
0: terrible movie. Have you seen this movie? Ben Kingsley? Yeah. Dude, I, I literally tried to watch it last year for the first time in my life. And, and I'm like, all right, I got to see a little bit of this. because why? everyone. Why did I have to see a little bit? Because it <laughs> wasn't like movie of the year. So I want to say, all right, I got to watch this. Pride and Prejudice comes on. You watching that too? No, I'm not. Dude, I turned this shit off after seven minutes. It was because he died right in the beginning of the movie. Ah, And I was like, all right, I'm done. (laughs) I just want to see how he got killed. He got killed in the first scene. I was like, I'm done. Fuck this. It was boring as hell. Um,
1: I'm going to guess here, Dave. I'm going to say he's 124. I'm
0: going to say he's worth 7 million. All right. I'll let you two guess. And I'll tell you right now, it's, it's older than 124.
2: By a lot?
0: No, by a little.
4: Hey, you <laughs> guys are
0: By a little. Good.
2: 127. <laughs> and 30 million.
0: Okay. All of you are wrong so far. All right, so he's older than 127. We're pretty
3: good at this game. Let's go. By oh, a little. Um, I feel like he's 131. Close, 133.
0: Oh. Okay. And here's How the deal. How much is
3: he worth? I in. haven't... Ew. I mean, he's got to be worth like what a hundred million at least.
0: No, so here's the deal: it says his net worth is one dollar, but he made two hundred thousand a year. So I don't know how the fuck that thing's written out, but it says only Maybe. guy we've ever had said worth one dollar.
2: Damn. Maybe he just donated all of it.
0: Could have been. Yeah. yeah. Could have been. Here we go. Lie uh, down his taxes. Sting. Now, Jeff and I used to listen to Sting. great. Right. Either one of you ever listen to Sting? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. My sister used to always go leave, run out of the house, and go see the police. Yeah. Laura, I'll let you go first. How old is Sting? How much is he oh, worth? Oh,
3: man, I feel like this is a trap. Because um, I Might feel be. like he's probably older than I think he is. Oh, that's Oh, cool. yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with he's 68.
0: Okay, you're wrong. Dang.
3: Um, and how much is he worth? Oh, I don't know. 110 million?
0: Okay, you're low. All right. Erica, you're Low up. on both. Right. She's low on both.
3: All right, he's...
2: Seventy-three?
0: Two hundred and fifty million? Okay. Jeff. Seventy-seven. Seventy-one.
4: Oh. Ah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. And uh six
0: hundred million. Three hundred million dollars. Here, no, since we mentioned ones. Sting and all three of you met my sister right before the show started. Yeah. The one time in my life where my parents liked me more than my sister had to do with uh Sting. In high school, my sister's four years older than me. Okay. She dated a guy that looked like Sting. Okay. And he went to school. <laughs> Sting and, the wrestler? Sting the, <laughs> the singer. And he went to school in Missouri. We lived in Tennessee. He was a year older, so he's in college. She's a senior in high school. And she tells my dad, I'm going to go visit him, um, visit my boyfriend this weekend in Missouri. And he goes, No, you aren't. And she goes, yeah, yeah. And I'm just listening to this conversation. And finally, it turns to my sister getting frustrated. She goes, what do you think I'm going to do? Go to Missouri and fuck his brains out? Jesus! And as soon as that happened, I was like, I'm finally number one. It lasted, yeah. it lasted for one day. But I was number one, the number one kid. First time. All right, here we go. Kelly Rippa, last one.
4: Oh, well, That's Ooh. a good one. Erica, what do you got?
2: 56 and
0: 100 million. Ooh. What do you got? You're, you're high on both. I'm going to say. Uh, Wait, you said 100 million? Yeah. Low on the money.
3: Yeah, it's hard because women they've like, got the Botox and yeah. everything. I know. Filler. So, yeah, you know about You know about filler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, man. All right. I'm going to go with 52.
0: Ooh. Okay. Exactly right on the H. Is that oh. right? Yeah, she got it. Mm.
3: And she's yeah. been around for a while. It's probably a lot of. She owns promos. that show, right? Yeah, she's got to yeah. own part of
1: that show, Dave.
3: I'm going to go with 180 million.
0: 180, you said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. High. All right, I'll take uh, 52, 150. 120. Oh. 120. Not bad. Not bad. All right, here we go. Five right now. Four or three? Sting, Gandhi, and Kelly Ripa. Exactly. The
1: question is we play this part two. It's part two. You have to drive from here to Bend, oh, Oregon.
0: They're going to marry up Kill, I think. you no. <laughs> <Really better way laughs> i thought,
1: right, I wanted
0: right, like, hey, hey, to see where Gandhi <laughs> fell in. <Yeah.
1: laughs> they have to drive from here to Bend, Oregon. So rate them in the order of who you'd most want to drive with and who you'd least like to drive with. So easy me- for me.
2: Yeah, it's so easy for me.
1: Sting would be the yeah, guy I'd drive Sting.
2: with
0: in a minute. I'd go Kelly Rippa.
2: Yeah. <sighs> it's a yeah, good story. It's hard between the two of Sting them. Sting and his
0: tantra sex. I was like, come on, dude, enough. All right.
1: And he hates uh, Stuart Copeland. Jesus.
0: Yeah. And I'd, I'd, I'd probably take Gandhi.
2: Yeah, same. Staying first, then Gandhi least. I Gandhi
1: surprises talking you when you're off for the radio. It
0: takes him 11 hours to finish. Enough. <laughs> I, think Gandhi, uh, I think Gandhi goes for your radio. <laughs> Can
1: you imagine? Can you imagine? Hey, he goes, Gandhi would be too yeah.
2: busy trying to make me a better person.
1: Oh, good luck on that. Yeah. Game. Good luck, yeah. buddy. Let's see your magic. All right, I'm ready for
0: you. Can you imagine Gandhi saying, I'm going to handle the radio the whole way, the whole nice. trip? <laughs>
1: no. Yeah. You're not.
0: <laughs> no. All right, here we go. Five random questions. They're all Padre related. Who is your current favorite Padre?
1: Oh, Laura. Who you got?
3: I'm going to go with, I think, Manny.
0: Manny? Oh, uh, that's great.
3: I'm going with Jake.
0: Okay. Still. Oh. You
2: asked me this last year, too. Yeah. And I, I still say Jake. Still
0: say. What if they trade yeah. Jake in the offseason? <sighs> I'd You'd be, be so heartbroken? sad.
2: I'd be so sad.
0: What if they trade Jake yeah. and is your second baseman?
2: Oh, then is my favorite.
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> is wow.
2: actually my second favorite, so okay. that works.
0: Uh, because we won't do doubles
1: on this game, I'll take Joe Musgrove, San Diego Zone. Okay. And especially after that interview today. I thought mm-hmm. that yeah. was really cool.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, who's your all time favorite Padre? You mm-hmm. said Hoffman yeah. already.
3: Yeah. Caminetti.
0: Caminetti's all time favorite? Uh, the guy who said, put me on your resume. Yes, Tony, Can't Tony Gwynn. Tony mm-hmm. Gwynn. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Who you got, Dave? Tony Gwynn's my who's favorite. Who's your favorite current Padre? That's a good question. Um Ha-san Kim's pretty fun to watch. Hassan Kim's played a great... I mean, he should win the gold glove. Yeah, I mean, he hits a home run yeah. today. He should, he should win the gold glove. Um, I'm a Soto guy. I'll be yeah. honest with you. I'm a Soto guy. There's some, yeah. I understand the getting on base thing people get frustrated about, and he refuses to swing at a bad pitch, but I'm a, I'm a huge Soto fan. I'll, I'll say this, too.
1: Right, you're, you're down there. It's a pretty meaningless game. A lot of the crowd had made their way out to Gallagher Square for the, for the concert. The game didn't matter. You were in. But when Alfaro comes up mm. with the chance for the sixth, and mm. you watch the reaction from the bench, right? And the Zokar gets pulled. Nobody likes to get pulled because my son's saying, why is Nola up in this situation? Why aren't they going to Alfaro? And I said, I think they're going to give Nola the opportunity because he's going to play a lot in the playoffs. Bego, I go, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Zokar, and they bring Alfaro up. And he turns around like, what a cool team, teammate." As a young guy, and gives a huge forearm smash to Alfaro, and the whole bench goes crazy for that opportunity. And yeah. he was what? Like that's kind of cool. I mean, it's got to be a drag. You played a lot yeah. all year. You're, you're relegated yeah. to the bench role, but when your team's behind you, seeing if you could do that, you can tell that guy's a
0: pretty good, dude. Right? Yeah. Who's your least least favorite Padre?
1: Oh, that's mm. easy.
0: It's easy for you. Martin what Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say it? As much as you love this team, do you have a least favorite Padre? Like, I have a least favorite Dodger. It's Austin Barnes. (laughs) Who frustrates you? Maybe put it that way.
3: Well, it sucks because he was one of my favorites, but right now, for a while, it's been Grisham. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, Grisham's been frustrating, but honestly, Pomeranz.
0: Just because he hasn't Uh, been available?
2: Yeah, he's just so frustrated. And then when he does his interviews about being available, it's so frustrating so, yeah, he's been my least favorite.
1: I don't hate him, but the guy that's the most frustrating to me is Manaya, Because looking at when Manaya' has yeah, yeah. been and thinking about where, I mean, I can't say I hate the guy because they clearly don't do it. And, and a little bit of Clevenger in that group, too, because you think about what was given up to get Clevenger and, and Mania, And like I said, both likable guys, but how different the year could have been, the situation where we're at tonight. Look, you can't complain they're in. But had Maniah and Clevenger been the guys that we thought they were, I mean, it's insane, right? So, uh, I mean, difficult for them in a contract year for both of them because I don't know what the market is. Laura, you made a great point earlier. Erica might have been. You talked about Brandon Drury with the playoffs. I mean, I don't even know how much those two guys even get an opportunity in this three-game series to pitch. So, yeah, I wouldn't say I hate them. But I would say the most frustrated for me would be Sean Manon.
0: Who's your least favorite Padre of all time?
4: <laughs> oh, oh, let me think about
0: that. Oh, that's good. I can bet I can guess yours, Jeff. It's Doug Mirabelli.
1: I, didn't, I mean, he was you know, here
0: so short. Yeah, but he said, get me the fuck out of here. He got here and said, get me out of here. I miss Boston. Please trade me to Boston. Oh, fuck. That was such he got here and was like, I right want now. out.
4: Uh, uh,
1: mine might be Myers. Is it
0: Will? Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. I
1: can't. I, I, I'm
0: with Jeff on this. On that uh, one. He's, not uh, my, uh, he's not my least favorite, but he, But I'm with Myers on this. The, the point
1: Myers. with Myers is this. So we were on the air. The whole A.J. Preller rock star thing's going on. But talking to the guys leading into that draft and the excitement that had been for this organization, the Trey Turner fell to them. They were so thrilled because they didn't figure. And they knew in their head. The Trey Turner was going to be a difference maker, and so I'll never forget we're on the air. And, oh, I mean, Will Middlebrooks, we signed off on that deal. <laughs> Shields, right? Yes. We didn't care. Yeah. We didn't care. We signed off. Upton, B.J. Upton coming. kimberl comes. We're on, we're in on all of it. And then they announced the Myers trade for Trey Turner, and I. It's the only one I got right. I hated it. You did. You hated called it, it up. on the air, and I said I can't stand it. And what makes me nuts is. There's so much natural talent with that guy. And I think this is why Andy Green probably wanted to fight him every day. Because I think Andy, if I had a guess, and I think it's a pretty good guess, Andy looked at Will Myers and said, if I had your skill set, I would have been an all-star player. And Andy didn't have that skill set and scrapped and got in, and Will just kind of goes about it. I don't think he's a bad guy. But I look at that. I, I look at the extension. I look at the fact that Trey Turner was given up to get him. And honestly, it's the most empty seven-year career of any guy that's ever worn that uniform. There's nothing I look at. Well, when Will Myers leaves, we got dipshit in my fantasy football league. You know who you are. Not you. Sorry, <laughs> look you look right at her. No, he i right no, <laughs> just. It happens. We're not you seven people in. Um, <laughs> that is like, hey, if Myers was available, five million. Fuck no. Gone. Gone. So that's the thing. When when so much. And look, you are who you are. I get it. But people, Hosmer makes people nuts. All these other guys Kinsler. make them nuts. I'm Ian, sorry? Ian
3: Kinsler. <laughs> 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 yeah, another, yeah, another great yeah. one, right?
1: Um, but yeah, for me, I mean, Chris Brown, if you want to go way back when he gave up Kevin Mitchell to get Chris Brown. But, but for me, Myers has been, as many things as AJ got right, boy, that was a huge one to think about. What you gave up, the money you gave him, and the return on investment. Who's your all-time?
2: I think it's hard to look back in the past when there was ownership that didn't really give the Padres a chance. So true. So we didn't really get angry at players back so true, then.
4: Right? <laughs> like, just going like there. They're the best they like, <laughs> <like>, oh, can.
2: Cool,
5: <laughs> point
4: players.
5: Oh, you'll be uh, us? You'll yeah. be our friend? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
4: so oh, I, feel so like, great.
2: I feel like it's just mostly players now that we really care about, and then they don't care yeah. about us, that's when we don't like them. And so, like, Hosmer's a big nah. part of that, like, his attitude towards that. us. So that's – I
3: think Hosmer's probably the top one.
1: Who do you got, Laura?
3: I mean, well, there's always Ian Kinsler. I mean, that was classic. <laughs> oh, with the my God. <laughs> and, and the fans were convinced it was at them. Were really? you yeah. <laughs> there by any chance – Either of you at that game? I don't think I was there. I wasn't oh there. My God. Can you
1: imagine?
0: So, the Will Myers thing, I just want to point out because Erica sits in the outfield. You sit out there. Yeah. Okay. So, I always tell kids when I coach them, I was trying to tell them everything scouts want to see. And what scouts want to see for an infielder is you have five mm-hmm. seconds to get to your spot, five seconds on the field, five seconds off the field, outfielders. Yeah. You have 10 seconds to get to your spot, 10 seconds off. Well, Myers walks every fucking time. And it drives me nuts because these young kids always say to me, Coach, Myers is making $20 million a year, and he walks everywhere. Well, I'm like, scouts hate that shit. They want you to look like you want to play the game. And yeah. so I, I agree with Jeff. I'm not saying he could have been Bryce Harper, but I always looked at Myers as a five-tool guy that, man, if he, it seemed like if he wanted it, he could have been an elite, elite player. And it seemed like he didn't do the best he could with his athletic ability. It was very frustrating his entire career. I'm with Jeff on that. My least favorite is, is Nevin. Nevin and I had a couple of <laughs> Really, Jeff, 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 Jeff knows. I love so like, you're
3: crying that Nevin. he's not doing so well managing. It's, a- uh,
0: oh, I hope he gets fired. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm honest with you. The, the angels are my favorite American league team just because they aren't, they don't affect anything else except I'm a Southern California guy. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, they always showed the angels on channel five, the Dodgers on channel 11. Then I came yeah. down here and got into Padre baseball. Actually, I was into the Padres and Garvey came here. He who's my favorite Dodger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, Fuck Nevin, man. I'm not even <laughs> going to share the story on there. But, yeah, him and I, like, physically have, have, have had problems. So, no, I'm not not a fan. And, you know, a girl that worked for us treated her like shit. And so, yeah, I'm not an Nevin fan.
1: Uh, um, was yours was yours Kinsler, though,
3: Laura? Um, I, Kinsler, but then there's another interesting story with uh, Adrian Gonzalez, too. Oh, I feel yeah, like he can be yeah. kind of divisive for Padre His brother fans. lives right behind me. No way. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's necessarily that he... I just think that that story is really interesting and you can get pretty strong opinions like you can with a Kinsler, I guess what you're saying with like a Hosmer. But
2: once again, that's all about ownership. Yeah. And they didn't care.
0: Yeah. Adrian, Adrian always told, Adrian, you know, neighborhood guy Mm -hmm. too. Adrian's two brothers are all neighborhood guys. But Adrian always said he wanted to be a padre. This is what he told us off there. Want to be a padre, I'm asking for two things. One, bring the fences in, which they did after he left. Mm-hmm. two is get one more person in the lineup to either bat in front of me or bat behind me. Some kind of protection. Yeah. And they yeah. didn't do that for him either. Can you
1: imagine him in this lineup? Did he belong
0: yeah. here? Yeah. I mean, fuck, dude. He, uh, he had yeah. connections to Mexico, connections no, here, went I'm to high school today, down the street. If he's in his yeah.
1: prime and he's here right now, can you imagine that yeah. guy oh, God. being in the middle of that lineup, yeah. playing first, gold glove first baseman? It'd be unbelievable. Absolutely. I mean, he, Manny, Tatis, Soto, right? It- like. Yeah, be unbelievable out there every night. It would be a
0: fiesta out <laughs> there. I <mean>, it was pretty <laughs> fun out there today. <laughs> it would. Last, last question because uh the, again, when I asked this question, your favorite Padre moment in history, you're hoping it happens this season since that happened yeah. yet. What is your favorite moment in Padre history? Mm.
2: A lot of my favorite memories was going to Quakom with my dad.
4: Oh, and that's awesome. So
2: like, a lot of my memories have to do with that. And those are my favorite memories, is taking my dad to games. And so, my favorite memory is t- taking my dad back to Petco and having a, a memory there. Love it. Instead of
3: at Qualcomm. Oh,
1: that's great. What do you got, Laura?
3: Um, I think probably when we clinched in 1998. Um, mm. I remember that as a kid. And then, there's it's tied between that and um, Hoffman's. Uh, Induction to the Hall of Fame. Did you go? Yeah, I remember being there. Oh wow! Um, Well, when they did like the celebration in San Diego, yeah, not Cooperstown. No, 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 not to Cooperstown, but in San Diego, and I just remember that. I mean, I I think about it, and I feel like I'm back there.
0: Love it. What do you got? Uh, For me, the greatest moment, even though I wasn't there, was the Garvey home run. I mean, that's I lost my mind. You know, when Garvey hit the home run against the Cubs.
1: Yeah, uh, for me, it's it's just it's my favorite. Padre, thing that happened behind the scenes it was June 22nd, uh, 2002. And Dave and I got fired from KFMB because we wouldn't break the union. And uh, Glenn Geffner, who's the voice in the Marlin, said to us, You're not going anywhere. Your credentials are still good. So I was sitting in Bruce Bochy's office after another meaningless 2002 game, <laughs> and Bochy's hairs going everywhere, and uh, Kevin Towers walks in, and says to Bochy, "I made a trade," and I, sitting here, is like, "Where you are, Erica? Drinking Coors Light, Dave? You remember yep. all day long? We just sit there and drink Coors Light." So me, being the classy guy that I am, you understand this, I said, do I need to leave? And Towers looks me in the eye and goes, did you get a job? Who the fuck are you telling? (laughs) (laughs) And so I go, okay. So Towers sits to my right, and Boach and his, Boach was, oh, what'd you do? And Towers goes, I traded Alan Embry. You guys remember Alan Embry, the relief pitcher? That's all they had. What the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) Doors open, the whole locker room. Fucking Sanders can't... Whoever was on that yeah. team, I can't yeah. even remember. Sanders can't get anybody out. He's the only fucking guy throwing strikes. And I'm in the middle.
4: They're two guys <laughs> yelling at each other. And I'm just
1: trying to drink my beer. Right? Like, fuck! What'd you get me? And Towers pauses. He goes, I didn't get you anything. I got a couple of clouds. What the fuck? Fuck! Boach is... Only Boach can do just stares at Towers... And Towers is staring at him. It felt like it went for two minutes. Well, you got anything else? And Towers goes, no. And Butch looks at him and goes, well, you can get the fuck out of here. So awesome. And Towers stands up. Jeff will see you later. Walks out. What the fuck? And he's just screaming. He must have said, what the fuck, 40 times. And the other, uh, my other greatest Boach memory is... Uh, Dave and I are at 1090. And the Giants and the Tigers are in the World Series.
0: 2012.
1: 2012, yes, excuse me. And uh, Verlander against Barry Zito. So I said to Dave on the air, who are you taking? He goes, "Ah, oh, you got to go Verlander. He goes, who are you going? I go, what are you talking about? I'm a Bochy guy. I'm taking Zito. If you guys remember, Zito wins. Mm-hmm. So I text Bochy the next morning. And I go, hey, I know you're incredibly busy, but Dave took Verlander on the air, and I took Zito. You got a minute? Call me right now. So we had him on. Yeah. I remember, he was like, Dave, I thought you were a friend. Yeah. He just started
0: Dave, Aww. maybe you can leave. It was like six hours after yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. It was not the, it's crazy.
1: So I said to him, this is how great Boach is. I said to him, listen, I've never asked you for anything, but Dave mm-hmm. took the Tigers, and I had the Giants, i want a game jersey i want a bocce game jersey with the world series champions patch he goes yeah you got it so we, we set up coffee he goes hey bring dave
4: he goes bring dave so I go, okay
1: so
0: remember this day yeah you let me put on the world series ring
1: so we go out to poway we go to like pete's coffee out there Boch shows up with the ring and he shows up with the jersey and he goes to Dave. Hey, I know your heart's in the right place. I got you a shirt. It's like and a it was medium, men's large. That <laughs> is ridiculous. Oh, sorry, Dave. I remembered you picked the Tigers. Got you a shirt. Didn't yep. even fit you. No, nope. but uh, <laughs>
4: that's awesome. yeah. I mean, Deserved. like that's why I
1: like watching Bob Melvin today. It was yeah. really cool, like mm-hmm. seeing him. Yeah. And did you see what he said? Did you guys see that clip that got out? He said, "Hey, look. There's a lot of steps in this journey, but yes. we accomplished in the, the first one today." He's yeah. like, drink up, boys, celebrate it. Like, it's awesome. that was, That's right. A lot of those guys used to be like, oh, this is only part of it. Forget it. Like, and, and kudos to Melvin, man, for mm-hmm. saying. I thought that was great. Though. It was. Yeah, that's why yeah. you brought him in. You brought yeah. him in for
0: that exact reason. That but was it
1: saying. wasn't the whole, hey, we're, our work's not done. It was like, no, embrace this moment. I mean, with Tatis, with the struggles of Hater, right, with everything that this team has gone through, and to get it today, and the fact like we talked about, they didn't even win the game, but they still get in. Now nah, that mm-hmm. was that was pretty cool. Good mm-hmm. for them. That was a- absolutely. Thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, thank you Thanks guys for
3: having us. Thanks for having us.
1: That was us. really cool. We'll do this again in two weeks. So we can tell your Charger history source. <laughs> 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 Yeah. You like that? It's it right this. there will be Dean. I have
2: a lot of opinions. I love on the fandom.
4: Chargers. So. <laughs>
2: oh, ugh. All right. I've um, been attacked many times for that
1: one. Uh, We'll be back. Uh, Can we go Tuesday night? I got to check. All right. We'll figure it out. We'll see at some point this week.
0: All right. Good deal. Thank you.
5: video game, put a smile on my face that stops time was rather large but I ran it anyway Soundproof fence and a man cussing on TV What Californian cussed their own Christmas tree Boy you better watch out for that sneaky back door I laughed so hard I'm unbelievable Who that I see that all that stuff had to be when we had so much fun there